Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Kiddushin Tesvav, Kiddushin 15a, pagination is 29. We'll start on the facing page, midway on the page, in the beginning of the line where the Gemara recounts a brysa <coughs> contrasting two different cases of Eved Ivri, the Jewish slave. Hamocher Atzmo, Nimka l'sheish v'yeser al-sheish. If a person is becoming an Evid Ivri because he himself is selling himself into this relationship, then he can sell himself, according to the Tanakama, for six years or even for more than six years. Machru Bezdin, but if Bezdin is selling him, Eno Nimkar he can only be sold for six years. The idea over here is that it is possible for a person to be sold through Bezdin, because the Jewish court is trying to enforce a ruling that he owes money for what he stole, and he doesn't have money to repay. So we generate that money by indenturing himself to a Jewish owner, and that generates money, and that money is used to repay what was stolen. It is also possible that a person who falls on hard times might sell himself as this servant relationship to another Jew so that he should be provided for. He's going to be fed. He's going to be clothed. He's going to be taken care of. And he might even le learn some skills and at the end of the time be able to go out in a stronger position than when he went in. So the Tanakama holds there are differences between Mokhar Atzmo and Machruhu Bezdin. Machruhu Bezdin, for example, is only for six years. Hamokha Atzmo Eino Nirza, Machruhu Bezdin Nirza. A person who sells himself does not have the extension, so to speak, at the end of the six years to say, I want to stay and remain there until Yovel, the Jubilee year, the 50th year of a certain cycle. Whereas a Machru Bezdin, if Bezdin sold him, he has that opportunity to declare, I would like to stay. Mokhar Atzmo Ein Ma'anikim Lo. The Tanakama continues and makes a distinction regarding the mitzvah of Hanaka, which is to give the slave gifts as he leaves. So a person who sold himself into the relationship, according to the Tanakama, does not get these gifts. If Bezdin sold him, then there is this mitzvah of Hanukkah. A person who sold himself cannot be given a non-Jewish maidservant to live with, to produce slaves for the master. Machru Bezdin, Rabba Mosaloshivcha Kenainis, but if Bezdin sold him, that's the case in the beginning of Parshas Mishpatim that the master can give him a non-Jewish slave woman to live with in order to produce the opportunity of additional slaves for the master 
which is later described as Mishne Sechar Sochir. He served you in a double way. He served you both by day and by night in your endeavors. Rabbi Lazar Omer, Rabbi Lazar is a dissenting opinion, and he says there is no difference between Mochar Atzmo and Machruhu Bezdin. Zevaza Enonimker Elalashesh, both of them are restricted to six years. Zevaza Nirza, both of them could become Nirza when they extend and that they could extend their servitude beyond the six years. Zevazama Nikimlo, both of them get these gifts at the end. Vizevaza Rabba Mosalashivcha Kanainis, and both of them could be given the non-Jewish slave woman, to live with, to produce children. <clears throat> we move on to today's daf, and about ten lines from the top, at the end of a line, Mem Tes, my time of the Tanakama, what was the reason of the Tanakama who said that there's a difference between Mokhar Atzmo and Mokhruhu Bezdin? The Omar Mokhar Atzmo ain't ma'anikim lo that you don't give gifts to a person who sold himself into the relationship. Because when it says the case of Machruhu Bezdin, Bezdin sold him, only to him, but not to the other similar type of slave, the one that sold himself into the relationship, he does not get Hanaka. Vidach, and Rabbi Lazar, who holds there is no difference between Mokhar Atzmo and Machruhu Bezdin, Hahumi Boilei, that word lo is needed for a totally different reason, not to make a distinction between the two types of slaves, but rather skip two lines, Lo Velole Balchovo. To him, and not to give that money to pay up debts that the slave might have, these gifts become his, and he's allowed to keep them. They're gifts to him, appreciation for the work that he did, and in order to set him on a good foot, starting out on his own, it's not meant to be eaten up by the debts. Midisvira la ba'alma kirabnasan, even though normally he holds like Reb Nassan, who says that if I owe you and you owe the next guy, I could just as well do the deal directly with the person that you owe. So over here, we're being told that the owner should not do a Shibuda de Reb Nassan and simply pay off the slave's debts to whoever he owes that money, but instead the money goes to the outgoing slave, and he gets to keep that money. So we have different viewpoints regarding the person who sold himself, if he gets Hanukkah, but certainly there is a mitzvah of Hanukkah. It might even apply by Mocher Atzmo, and the Chinuch in Parshas Re'eh, Mitzvah Tov Pei Beis, discusses the concept of Hanukkah, and he writes, 
Yishma Chacham V'Yosef Lekach. The wise person should listen to this mitzvah and he should add an acquisition, a wise behavior. Shem Sochar Echod Mebnei Yisrael Va'avod Ozman Meruba O'Afilu Mu'at that if you hire a Jew, similar to this case of Eved Ivri, and he worked for you for a long period of time, a significant period of time, and he adds on, or maybe even for a short period of time, it could be this would apply. Sheyaniklo, you should give him gifts, betseso me'ima when he leaves, me'asher bercho Hashem, from what Hashem blessed you. To a certain extent, the concept here is that you achieved goodness, the slave worked to get you to that place, and therefore, you, even though you're positioned as the boss, and therefore you take the benefit, but when he leaves you, you should share that goodness and bless him as well. This, by extrapolation, by extension, shows up in the concept of severance pay, that if a person worked for an employer for a significant period of time, upon termination or non-renewal of the contract, there is a law, or it's customary, it's binding, or it's proper, it depends on many, many factors, but there is a concept that the employer should pay in addition to whatever wages he's legally bound to pay, he's supposed to give a package to the employee upon parting. Now, if there was due cause for the termination, this could be handled differently. Very often, organizations still give something because they'd rather give something than start fighting out if the due cause is warranted or not. In different countries, it's more or less binding. From the literature from Eretz Yisrael, it seems that this severance concept is fairly universal, whereas in the United States, it's specifically binding in the case of Clay Kodesh, the position that the employee held would be one that's uniquely held by a Jew of good standing. So, for example, a position as a mashkiach, a position in chinuch education, a position in rabbonus, these cases would have associated with it not just a general concept of severance, but a specific term called Chodesh Lashana, one month of full pay for every year that the person served. So if the person served for 15 months, his, I'm sorry, if he served for 15 years, his package would represent a sum similar to 15 months of the salary he was getting upon termination or non-renewal. 
obviously there are many, many other factors that have to be brought to the discussion, but that serves to get the person on good footing as they leave, they have to relocate or whatever. It serves as an expression of appreciation for the work they did, and there's a piece of, piece of them in the company, so to speak, or in the organization. And one of the responses to this concept of Chodesh Lashana might be that if the employer is paying into a state fund that provides unemployment payments to the person, can that be factored in if the person is getting, is anticipating a pension because money during the time over and above the wage were being put by the employee's choice into a pension fund, into a retirement fund, would that be factored in that perhaps you already got paid this extra amount? The main concept that we're looking to get is that this principle of Hanukkah, which is a mitzvah saseh de oraisa, a mitzvah in the Torah, is going to find its expression in practical halacha as well on some level. Yeshikoach, thank you for joining.